Welcome to <laughs> Gathering to Await the Pot. We caught Kellen off guard there. He's like, what? Oh, okay, we're going you. live. Okay. Oh, we can't see him? Okay. No. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, welcome to Gathering to Await the Podcast. Uh, man, we've had two weeks off, so this is... It's kind of nice to be back, but it feels weird. It's like doing and yeah. going at it all over again. But I'm here with Kathy Hackett and Kellen Hackett and my beautiful wife, Erica. And we thought we'd just kind of have a year in review with um, pastors and spouses here uh, tonight with Gathering 208. Um, talk about our year and year as a church. And we'd love to hear about your year. And if you're joining us um, live, you can uh, comment or ask questions or um, anything you want to know, we'd love to talk about it, and not just talking about um, the dumpster fire that is 2020. Now, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it is a <laughs> but you know, fire. even though even though 2020 has been filled with uh, some some uh, some struggles, uh, we can still be excited about 2021 and um, how God's going to continue to work through His church in the new year. So. Welcome, guys. It's good to have you yeah. guys. It's good to have you all back. Yeah, yeah. it's nice to be yeah. back on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. So, for those of you who are wondering, we, we two weeks ago, Eric and I were like getting to Utah. Yeah. Right, and uh, and we were going to start the new book, right, for book club. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was going to be me and Julie. It's going to be you and Julie. Um, <laughs> and well, originally there was going to be like four people, and then yeah. like. As usually happens, you kind of get some fall off as schedules don't quite line up. Yep. You're like, okay, but we've got Kellen and we've got Julie. And then you ended up getting sick that yeah, afternoon yep. and yeah. <laughs> driving to Nampa so that you could have a quick test done for right. COVID, yeah. which you were clean. I was clean. But we found <laughs> that out half an hour after <laughs> the podcast right. would have started. Because like, I think Julie had gotten it set up so that I could get there at five. Yeah. And so I got, I got there at five o'clock or whatever it was, five Oh five and didn't get out of there until like, yeah, it was like seven 30. Wow. Yeah, so even Julia texted me, she's like, dude, you're still sitting there. I was like, like the parking lot was full mm-hmm. when I showed up, oh, man. you know? So yeah, we didn't and get out. It's kind of dark and shady at night too. Cause I was there it like is. two nights before you were for my test. Yeah. <laughs> also negative. <laughs> Mine was more, it was more just one of those things, right? Like mm-hmm. I just want to be safe just to know. Yeah. Right. One yeah. way or the other. Yep. Cause yeah, I felt like I got hit by a truck. I mean, oh, I man. did, but uh, yeah, that was negative. So, and, and really by Friday I was back to normal. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, and so because of that, like Kathy and Julie, were going to do it over zoom. Yeah. Right. Thanks. And then Julie was having trouble with the Zoom account, trying to get that figured mm-hmm. out because she had to log in as me to get, you know, our our account set up. And then your kids like lost their blew minds. their minds. Yeah. It was a bit chaotic. Yeah. It was like like our normal <clears throat> chaos level, but it was like uh, higher. Yeah. So we get like a half hour out and I'm driving <laughs> and Erica is creating posts for postpone and I finally go we've got to call it we've yeah. got to call it we're a half hour out no one's ready so we call it yes. and then like 15 minutes later everyone's like oh we're cool oh I guess we can do it now <laughs> forget it no it's yeah, like, hang uh, out my kids had totally calmed down and they were like zoning out on cartoons I was like I could oh my gosh <laughs> but that has been that has been the year it has been a year of like hey we think we know what we're doing and then we get closer and then things fall apart. And then mm-hmm. the, yeah, it's just, that's been yeah. 2020, 2020 for us. in a nutshell. Exactly. Yep. COVID tests, crazy kids. I know. So I'm, I'm Ugh. up to two COVID tests. 
I've had three. You've had three. Yeah. And I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've got to have a third one here coming up for because um, we're traveling. Um, yeah. Kel and I are heading to Guatemala. Yeah. And so we both got to have COVID tests, which we apparently have to figure out how to do. How to get a COVID test within 72 hours of flying out when there's four days of wait time. Yeah. To get like, results. So. Yeah. Because we'd have the 20. <laughs> we'd have to get the test on the 24th. Yep. Because we Merry fly Christmas. out on the morning of the 27th. Yeah. Yep. So we need to have it done on the 24th. But because it's Christmas and Christmas Eve, like, you know, no one's going to be there on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you got to get it done on the 24th. Yeah. But then it, the, the, everyone's but like, it might take four it days might to take get four results. Days to get it back. But oh, that would be the time we need to fly. We should be <laughs> in the air. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be. Well, and like our friends from Sioux Falls that are going. I haven't heard. There's, I think the other guys from. That's that's joining us down there. He's from or she's from Florida. There's a lady from Florida, and I can't remember where the guy is from. His name's Kevin, but yeah, they're they're gonna run into the same issues I think that I'm we sure. are. Yeah. So I don't know how people are gonna work. I mean, we'll see. It's, yeah. It's got to work somehow. Oy. So. Love it. But even the way planning this trip has gone has just been, yeah, like you said, yeah. it, it'll be like half hour. Like we'll be we'll be in line exactly at the airport probably when we get the results back. Oh my gosh, oh my that's uh, but it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. 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 So if anyone's got any uh, pro tips on how to get a travel COVID test fast, uh, fast like quickly, and whatever the world of health passes, that's new one. Yeah. So I haven't heard about that. I, I haven't either. I, yeah, until I just saw today. that one email from Kyle at Casas. But what what did you have to do when you went to Zambia? Because you passed through South Africa and they had oh, yellow fever. I had to get time. yellow fever. So I had this card. Oh, wow. And it was like proof of <clears throat> my yellow fever vaccination. Yeah. And oh. if I didn't have it, they wouldn't have let me leave the yeah. airport. I oh, wow. I would still be in South Africa. You would be yeah. like oh, the gosh. terminal. I'd yeah. Be, yeah. She'd be like Tom Hanks. She'd <laughs> oh, be my stuck. Gosh. Like, I'd just be living there. Yeah. Eh, Zambia just, didn't have yellow you fever. You make all that out, YouTube but... money starting the blog. <laughs> yeah. You're trapped in the airport. Did you see the video of the guys who tried spending four days in the Singapore airport? I did. I did yeah. watch that. Yeah. They were like, you have to hide because you can't be in there. You're not supposed to be there longer than 24 hours. Okay. Oh. Anyways, where they we have saying? like a pool and a movie theater and stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, they anyway. do. <laughs> yeah. um, hmm. um, I didn't have a smartphone back then. So oh, no, that'd be back in the day, I would, yeah. I would just be. You'd just be there. reading the magazines, at the <laughs> yeah. Brookstones, or whatever it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh so yeah, this has been this has been an interesting year for church planting. Um, yeah, because we were originally. We were originally planning to try to 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 launch Easter, like oh. back when we first were getting ready to come out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And um, between just some some team dynamic changes and um, getting integrated into the community, we realized that we needed some more time before we tried to to launch public services with, um, you know, production and and trailer and finding a location and all that kind of stuff. And so we decided in January that we were going to push until September, mm-hmm. right? And then, uh, so what was it? March seventeenth? Is that somewhere right? around somewhere there. around was, there? Yeah, it was mid March. Like March thirteenth is the last day of school. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so then March, we were yeah. going to do Love Local. So it was Friday. The Maybe it was Love Local. Mm-hmm. We were going to do on the seventeenth, right? And they like everything shut down. Yep, everything. nothing happened. Yep. And that was kind of the uh, that was kind of the start of. Uh, of us going, oh, I'm not sure what church is supposed to be anymore. Yeah, right. So we were doing, uh, we were doing Zoom, 
Zoom Bible studies, which I actually didn't mind. I didn't mind the Zoom Bible study. When we were sitting in our garage doing it with yep. this setup. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it was the garage was nice to sit in. That's right. right? And, and we Andrew had the little still panel here at that time. What's that? Andrew. I can't remember. Was Andrew still living here at that time? Is yep. that why it was yeah. in the garage? Yeah, Andrew was living in here. Yeah. Because uh, this was this was uh, we had a uh, one of the um, like a 20, 20 year old guy who was living with us mm-hmm. uh, at the time, and he so he this was his bedroom. Yep. Um, and we did everything from the garage, yep. right? So we did Bible study. We started the podcast back in March. Cause this yep. is like episode. This is 36. So it's been 38 weeks, 38 weeks. Cause now we have to add two. Cause, yep. Yep. um, and, uh, I will tell you, I liked the zoom Bible study, but what I hate is zoom preaching. Zoom. Preaching I boy. hate zoom preaching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little awkward. It is because there's a delay and everyone's like not sure how to respond. And so they're just kind of. So basically what it is, you're, 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 talking you know, to talking to this, you know, uh, what is that to Brady bunch of Brady yeah. bunch screen. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's just kind of staring at you and you're like, okay. Very dead. Face. Yeah. You don't. Mm-hmm. Or like muting their phone, muting their uh, microphones and yelling at their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Exactly. I will say I was thankful to not in 2020 to not be one of the pastors that accidentally set themselves on fire with their mood lighting. Did you see that? No. I think there was a, I think there, I can't. Is there a compilation? I don't, I think there was a guy who like <laughs> lit his sleeve on fire on a candle or something. I can't remember. Man. I haven't seen any of those. It's like the drummers having fake trees hilarious. fall on them during worship. Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah. Those <laughs> awful <laughs> fake trees. What, uh, what church was that? Do you remember? Was it just a random video? It was, or was some, it people we, we had knew? somebody connected. I was somebody say, I was connected. Somebody we knew oh, did we? Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that video. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know uh, it was anybody we our, knew. I just remember watching it. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. that I mean, that it, basically 2020 has been this year of, of pivot, right? And uh, that, that might be the word of the year. Pivot. Pivot. Um, in, um, I remember back in, it was either March or April, listening to the, the Carrie Newhoff leadership podcast. And he said, um, agility is ability and flexibility is a superpower. And uh, agility is ability and, and flex- flexibility is a superpower. You had that on a sticky note. I did. I had it on a sticky note uh, and written on my whiteboard for a while because that was just this constant reminder that like we've got to stay agile. We've got to stay nibble, we, nimble. We've got to be both both reactive and proactive at the same time, you know, dealing with the situation mm-hmm. and, and just being super flexible. And I don't know that was I know that was hard on the team because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's like week from week. You didn't know what was going on. Right. It's like, are we on Zoom? Are we in person? Is it are we meeting at all? You know, is it are are we going to meet? go back to to um, uh, Rolling Hills? Rolling Hills. Hills. I still have keys to Rolling Hills Charter School in my car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I haven't gone back. And they basically they sent me an email that said, don't come into the building. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, And like, okay. And then Which made sense at the we, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then we went ahead and because we we kind of it was a month to month contract, right? So we just yep. stopped paying it, and uh, <laughs> I haven't heard anything from them since. So um, if you want your keys back, I, I've got them. You should probably just take I should probably them. just take them over there. I think, I think the charter schools are meeting in person. Are they so. okay? Because yeah. it's like our kids are back digital. Yeah. To drop anything off at the school requires like calling yeah, and yeah. then hazmat suits and. Ugh. I'm sure that's what it is. Well, it feels like, like it. Our girls got, you know, hot spots or whatever. 
Oh so yeah. It's because they were at, they were at Boys and Girls boys Club. And girls club oh yeah. yeah. So they got hotspots because Boys and Girls Club. I mean, you can't take all those kids well, on the end. Yep. We have but, a reserved hotspot. They haven't gotten the hotspot well, well, yet. <laughs> you know what I mean though. Like yeah, yeah we they've got it. We got to go pick it up. Yeah. 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 And and but yeah, it, like our kids having to adjust to this year's been been. Oh. Um, you know, everyone's been Hard. through it. You know, it's like you're mm-hmm. you're half in person, half at home, um, and then you're back back to just being pure digital again. And um, yeah, it's it's been it's been one of those years where we have to look at our life and go, okay, so what are what are the essentials for doing what we do? Like, what is what is what are the critical parts of of being a family? What are the critical parts of of being in friendships with people? What are the critical parts of, of building community? You know, what are those fundamental, you know, irreducible minimums that if you get rid of them, what's that? Irredu- irreducible. Is that a Joshism? Uh, it is a Joshism. It's not a word. Is it? I don't know. I think I it's a word. I've heard of I'm it. I'm going to Google. I probably said it, you know. Irreducible. <laughs> see, irreducible. Um, oh, it is. Hey, see? What's it? <laughs> irreducible, not able to be reduced or simplified. See? Irreducible minimums of what it is. To to be oh, a I church, heard that word. right? Uh, to to have discipleship, like uh, Erica is discipling Debbie, and uh, they have yet to see each other in person. Yeah. So she's a human. I believe it. it. <laughs> <laughs> she's real. I promise. She's real. And um, <laughs> you all have met her. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's been one of those uh, one of those years where we we really have to examine. Okay, so what does it mean? What does it mean to create community, um, and what are the essential pieces to that? So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out the, for you guys as you've looked back at 2020 and what we thought church planning looked like in 2019 versus what it became, and then what have been some of the essentials that we've had to walk away with? Hmm. If that question makes sense. I mean, we definitely couldn't have done it without technology. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that it would have been impossible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad we have your brain for technology Mm -hmm. because like we. And not ours. Yeah. Like even myself, I'm like, I would have just been like on my laptop talking to people (laughs) and that's not as pretty as this is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Having some background in tech has been very helpful this year. For sure. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess in the scope of, oh, I'll look at my, you can look at me. Um, in the scope of church planting, not looking at all like we anticipated it to. I mean, we, I'm sure we all thought at one point we'd at least have a building and be meeting a space. in person or space. Yeah. yeah. You know, like we had several conversations about, are we going to get a building? Are we going to mm-hmm. uh, do renting? And we did rent, but then we can't have people around. So it's just been it doesn't look at all like we would have expected it to look. Mm. And right. we definitely, I mean, wouldn't be lying if I said we anticipated having more people at this juncture. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> you know, we've, we've lost some, we've gained some, and it's just been a whole roller coaster. So mm. Well, nothing... we, we had even take, was it in February? We had, uh, we had that night where we prayed around the building. Yeah. Just yeah. down state street into yep. your, your designs West building. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that was one of those things that prior to that, it was like, man, if, you know, some of the the donors that, you know, Josh had been talking to or was going to speak at or something like that, it was like, man, 
if some of those come through, this place could be a possibility because yeah. that, that building is still sitting there empty. Mm-hmm. It's still empty. Right? It's still well, empty. for four years now. Four and it empty. will be if it stays at the price it's at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I remember like we had that prayer night and yeah, it was like less than a month later. Mm-hmm. I remember we were like at coffee and we're like, dude, I'm so glad that money didn't come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He stuck with this building. building. He stuck with the rental yeah. or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, yeah. Whether it would have been renting it at that price, you know, leasing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or buying it, yeah. Been a huge liability. Would have been a huge liability. But, yeah, I think that's, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, when, I, I don't know if, like, necessarily just, you know, the four of us, when we set out here, we were like, mm-hmm. we got to get a building. None of us had that, like, no. it must be one of those things we must do. Yeah. So it's not really so much of it, at least for the four of us, anyway, I can speak to. I can't mm-hmm. speak for everybody on our team, but um, I know for, like, the four of us, the, the building was never a priority, but... COVID really emphasized mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, that we could do, not just us, I mean, general, we, mm-hmm. we could do church without, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a $1 million building or 2 million, whatever that building is over there. Expensive. I talked to so many people yeah. who got expensive. Confused, yeah. Cause they would be like, Oh, so you're going to build a building. And All, I was like, yeah, so many people, where do you guys like, no. meet? Yeah. Well, they, or where are you building? And I'm yeah. like, we're, we aren't. And they looked at me like, how, how does church work? How, how do you have church yeah. without building? Have a building. Well, yeah. and you could, you could see even after we had been here for six months, like starting to fall back into some of that, you know, if we get a building, everything will come together. We did, yeah. If we get the, yeah. if we get the right space, everything will come together. Yeah. You know, and we go to, we go to uh, Rolling Hills and be like, ah, the space is just, not it's a little right. weird. Yeah. It's not quite right. It's, yeah, it it's right. kind of tucked back and you got to kind of walk around the building and man, that's, that's what's holding us up. Mm. And you're like, honestly, no, you know, it, that, that wasn't that it's not this, it's not ever the space. And I, I, space is, I think space is more likely to become a liability than it is to become an asset. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can get yourself sucked into a space that is more expensive than you can afford. Yeah. Uh, it, it demands more, more resource of people and time than you realize. And, and also you realize that, that, um, you are building a church to serve the space that you want to be in. Hmm. Um, cause I love a cool space, you yeah. know, like, like, uh, you guys came out of ransom and they've got that cool warehouse space. Yeah. You know, we yeah. came out of, out of Mitchell Wesleyan, which has this beautifully reno- renovated building. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, uh, you know, like I had a, I had an entire floor of a youth center. Right. I, I came from a church of, so you know, youth room, right? Like yeah. double, double sized living room. And that's where with you shove all the kids in with a yeah. bunch of couches. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, I had a worship center and a cafe and a loft and yeah. classrooms a and a fireplace. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then, and we come here and like, well, yeah, our church has a fireplace because our living room has a fireplace. Right. And just this realization that you know, we, we can get so sucked into demanding, um, or, or not demanding, but desiring the right space that we forget the mission Mm -hmm. that we've been called to, to Mm -hmm. accomplish. And, um, sometimes that means we've, I mean, that willingness to invite someone into your home, um, or that willingness to, to put yourself out there for, for conversation is, is so much more important than, um, building or creating the right atmosphere mm-hmm. in a, in a space that you're asking people to come to, mm-hmm. um, or hoping, you know, sometimes we forget to even ask, we're just kind of like, 
hey, if we put out a sign, if we put things out on social, I hope they'll, you know, hope they'll show up. And yeah, um, I don't know. So I'm, I'm ranting again. But one of the things we talked about. Don't mess up your hair. <laughs> one of the things we talked about uh was uh th that word of belonging right and i think we talked about this at the, our last planning meeting right when we did um quarterly planning mm -hmm. and we kind of put that word belonging up on the board and what does belonging mean so i'm gonna throw that to you guys what is what does belonging look like coming into the end of 2020 like belonging for our church or like as in like what do you mean Take that word however you want to go. It could mean, like, what does it mean to belong to a church? What does it mean to feel like you belong to a group of people? Um, what brings about feelings of belonging? Definitely, I think, um, and, you know, I've talked to people where this has been the situation where this uh, whole COVID has been very isolating, and there's been a lot of loneliness throughout that. So just having this group of people that we're able to worship with, whether it's in person or just over the computer, just having that body of people that we're a part of mm -hmm. and being reminded of that on a regular basis has kind of kept things from getting too, too isolating. Mm -hmm. I mean, like when I look at my life 360 app and it tells me I haven't left the house in like three days, <laughs> like that could make me feel sad, but you know, people <laughs> show up here and then you're on my computer and like we're all part <laughs> of things. And so it's kind of nice. It kind of makes you focus on, yeah, what it actually means to be a part of something rather than just yeah. showing up. Right. Um, actually being a part of part of something with mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. And I know like when, when COVID first started and Boise shut down, I had just started a brand new job. Mm -hmm. So I not only was out of my element completely, but isolated to home. And it was just a really, you know, learning a new job that was not my thing. Um, it was insanely stressful. Mm -hmm. um, and I started to, you know, just suffer the effects of that, you know, anxiety and, you know, it was just really hard. And um, I, I don't know why, but I was just like, oh, it's just me. Everybody else out there is cool. They're cool with this whole COVID <laughs> shutdown thing, you know, but then when you started to realize, no, everybody's actually having a hard time that in that made me feel like there was a sense of belonging and community. Mm -hmm. We all like bonded over like the the suckage that was yeah <laughs> was the shutdown but um exactly. I mean it didn't make it necessarily any easier but it definitely um created that that belonging as as much as it could I guess for me during then mm -hmm. yeah I think I think it still boils down to relationships <clears throat> like <clears throat> excuse me I got a frog in my throat um <clears throat> like we had a conversation with Noah the other day, you know, and even our kid who's pretty well laid back, you know, majority of the time, um, is like, man, I miss seeing my friends at school. Yeah. Really you know, bad. I miss seeing people in school. And this is, that's the first time I think he's, I mean, there's been a couple of times he's been like, oh, it'd be cool to hang out with my friends. Right. Mm, yeah. But he has only kind of brought that up a few times over the last, you know, eight, nine months, whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know like it, and, and he's not alone in that. Right. Like, I think everybody's like, I wish I could see so-and-so or I wish I could, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and at least with us, like our, our, our lead team, we, we meet every other week, even though mm -hmm. now we've, we've stopped meeting at the district temporarily and 
stuff like that. Um, our lead team, we still at least get to see each other on on, on right. Sunday mornings uh, when we do staff meeting. Um, our women have their, their women's group on Thursday nights. The men have their Saturday morning Bible study. You know, so at least we're getting some interaction, right, with yeah. with friends and other adults. Um, kids, though, who aren't in school yeah. and not going to a daycare, mm-hmm. man. They got nothing. You know, yeah. like I know our boys are like just straight up stuck with each other, yeah, yeah. all the mm-hmm. time. And well, your girls were feeling that too, right? Oh man, yeah. That's probably yeah. the reason why we went to boys and girls clubs because yeah. they were like going at each other. Too. They were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now they're like, I want to stay home. I'm like, yeah. Do you remember staying home? Do you remember that you didn't like <laughs> right. that either? Do you remember how that went? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. like you like your Not brother being well. your boss? No. <laughs> nope. Well, that's what it's gonna be. Right. Yeah, so it's it's hard. I think it's harder on kids than we realize. Definitely, you know. So, well, that that's that importance too of you know when we've been trying to create um, these these kind of at home communities and mm-hmm. um, taking the sermons and and recording them and putting them out there to to watch in your living room and and just encouraging people to find those people that you're going to bring over, mm-hmm. right and. Um, because it's good for the kids to get a chance to to interact with other kids or to to watch, yeah. you know, the um, kids curriculum or um, to and and for us to just have that that circle of people that we intentionally connect with and are are willing to take those relationships deeper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and it's like I know that's been been tough um, on us. Like I haven't seen like Culver's in a couple of weeks because they go to your guys' house, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. we're, we're going down to Meridian and going down to Julie's and, and you guys are with Culver's and Nelson's and, and it's like, man, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Ryan in a while. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. man, I wonder what are he's doing? And, and there's this sense of like, you, you're, tr- you're building a church where you don't see everybody every week. Like you used to, right. Right. You're, you're still all part of the same thing Mm -hmm. and and you might you might chat with one another like during the the sermon video like on facebook or on youtube they've got the the chat feature the live chat feature Mm -hmm. right where you can just chat and and then you can kind of like connect with people on that you know and which is kind of weird because you're sitting in a living room with other people and you're all on your phone talking with one another but also like all these other groups so it's it's kind of cool uh and i like it it's just weird um but yeah it is uh very different way it's weird to belong to something you know people think people thought it was weird when if you're at a church that went from one service to two service two services right i I was up at where we had one service watford we went from one service to two service and the biggest complaint we got from that was i don't see everybody every week anymore yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. because it used to be okay you go in it's like I got my at that church, you know, my hundred people yeah. that I see every week. It's like, and then, you and then like, all oh, of a sudden you're like, well, I get to week. see, yeah, you know, 70, uh, 70 yeah. people <laughs> yeah. instead of everybody. And, yeah. and there is a sense, there is a sense of loss there, mm-hmm. but it does mean the people that you see, you can, that relationship can go deeper. Yeah. Um, so trying to figure out how to lean into that in 2021, um, I think it's going to be important. You know, I, I, there's a lot of talk about how, the normal way when we think of going to church is that coming back. Right. 
You know, is it ever going to go back to, to what it was? I promise not to kick your drink, oh, too. Oh, you're totally fine. Uh, <laughs> like, can you even imagine Coachella ever happening again? Like, right. I, couldn't, like I couldn't imagine it happening before. Oh, I, don't well. know. I don't know. This seems weird to me. You're weird because you Coachella? don't like people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, that's a lot of people all <clears throat> crammed together in yeah. a little space. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, like even a conference or anything like that, or like going to a yeah. big church and being shoved in a row with a bunch of people. Right. You know, and those large gatherings are important. I think yeah. I think there is a desire within us as as humanity to have that shared experience. Um, but like a lot of things we talk about, it's you know, it's the frequency. Mm-hmm. How often do you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a question that we as as leaders in churches, um, as long as as well as other leaders in community are going to have to ask is, okay, how often and for what purpose do we get? a lot of people in the same space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, is that necessarily the best way of doing things anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and, and it's like, I, I don't, I don't have all the answers to that. No. Get some ideas. Yeah. I mean, I, I, cause there is some benefit, right. To worshiping all together, like in a room, mm-hmm. you know, with a, another, you know, a big body of believers, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, well, how necessary is it? Like, is it something we need to do weekly, right? Like we used to, like where church was every, like Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you know, 200 people show up or 500 people, whatever size church mm-hmm. you go to. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, well, we don't necessarily have to go back to that. Now there's there's times where Kathy and I are like, man, I, I miss worshiping with mm-hmm. 700 people in a room all singing, yeah. you know? Um yeah. That's the you know, the warehouse you were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Capacity mm-hmm. with seven hundred people in that room, um, but then there is something though that like these last few weeks, three four weeks, whatever it's been now, doing the home groups in our living room, like having those conversations because we use the discussion mm-hmm. guide after the sermon, mm-hmm. and having those discussions where like our group like that started opening up, mm-hmm. you know, you could build um, those deeper connections. You yeah. could build those deeper mm-hmm. connections, and there's. A lot of value in that whereas yeah. mm-hmm. when you're in a room yeah. with 700 other people you're all facing one direction yes right? right you're all facing the stage you're not facing each other there's no there's no conversation yeah you might see your friends in the lobby or something like mm-hmm. that but um yeah it, it it's it's i don't know it's tough because i can still see it where i don't like like here you know if you you alluded to him earlier like his podcast he'll say like it's not going away you know, he's like, it's not going to ever completely go away, mm-hmm. I don't think, but it will be different. Yeah. Know? Well, and, you know, we were one of the qu- things we were talking about is why do people need to meet in person? Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's not not at not being cynical and going, well, why do we have to do this? But like, what's the why that's going to make people go? Yep. This is worth leaving my house for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and we've always got to answer that why question. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, even when we were at the district meeting in, in, in person, we were like, okay, that, that community and that conversation is important. So let's break into tables. Right. Right. Yep. And it kind of worked. It was kind of weird. Yeah. It was kind of difficult. Kind of noisy. Kind of noisy. Yeah. Kind of like, okay, do I stay? Do I go? How do, mm-hmm. how much time do we give people to kind of, you know, who's going to go where, right. yeah. you know, and it's this weird game of like. You know, you're forming clicks all of a sudden, but you don't want people to feel like they're left out. <laughs> like it was just this weird dynamic, even yeah. in just a smaller group, yeah. you know, 
And it's almost like we've taken what you would think of with small groups and you've taken what you would think of with teaching on Sunday morning and just combined them together mm. and, and put it in a living room. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, so you get the sermon, you get kind of the announcements, you get what's going on in the life of the church, and then you have your discussion and it's all right there. And so the piece that is is missing now is that corporate worship, mm-hmm. right? So we've talked about, okay, so what if we do like, what if we put a worship song in there and we're like, okay, that might be nice, but it's not like everyone's going to like stand up in your living room and sing yeah. together. Like that's yeah. the X. Ex- Honestly, if we're honest with ourselves, you put a, you put a, a worship video into that. It's going to be everyone sitting on their couch watching the music video, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's going to be Christian yeah. MTV for a couple minutes, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, GTV. GTG <laughs> gathering TV. Uh, so, but that, that desire for corporate worship to, 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 to praise God, to worship together, to, to be part of kind of one voice altogether within our culture and within what kind of what's normal for us, that's still in that larger gathering. And so I, like, I just had a conversation with Lonnie cause we meet for coffee. Um, and, and we met for coffee yesterday morning. Uh, or this morning, this morning, this morning. It's been and I know. <laughs> yeah, 7 a.m. this morning, Lonnie, and I had coffee and, yeah. and, and we were talking about, you know, that's still important. So how do we create that? What does that yeah. look like? Do we need to bring back worship night? Is it one Sunday a month? We, we do that instead of home groups. Is it, you know, well, and that's like, you know, that might be something where, you know, we were talking to a couple other churches about, and a couple other smaller churches that are church plants that are a little older than our church plant. Yeah. Right? yeah. But we were talking about doing Christmas Eve services together because we're all pretty tiny. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, that might be kind of cool to get a larger. Yeah. Group. Kind of a social plus, distance. Plus, yeah. Social distance. But like getting three different, I think it was like two or three different churches mm-hmm. we were talking to about possibly doing that on Christmas Eve. And ultimately it was just kind of, um, I think kind of like, I don't know what you want to say. The timing just didn't quite work out. Timing right? didn't work out. Well, and, and part of it was our desire to, to see everybody. Yeah. Even if it was social distance. Yeah. And, and they were like, well, we're going to do like a drive-in Christmas Eve service. Yeah. And we're like, it doesn't. But we're not going to be all together. It doesn't together. quite scratch right. the itch we're yeah. looking yeah. for, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, we'll, we'll do our own thing. But that right? could be something that like in the future, I mean, not even just necessarily in the future for G208, but mm-hmm. like in the future for other church plants that are similar to ours, or even not even necessarily a church plant, just house style churches where you get a few different, maybe you've got a connection somehow Mm -hmm. to other uh, house style churches where you could do a worship night, Mm -hmm. almost like a a United pursuit. Have you ever seen the videos at live at the bank's house Yep. where there's like a big group of people in the, in the living room, Mm -hmm. but then you got like a band that's like just killer, (laughs) you know, you don't need necessarily a killer band. You can have a guy or a lady just playing acoustic. Killer bands are awesome. Killer bands are awesome though. Right. Like, like, especially those drummers on the cajones. Oh, heck yeah. They can get wild. No, like there have been different, even like Christian artists who've been doing different things with with taking their like for king and countries doing drive-in movie theaters mm-hmm. and they oh, yeah. put their stage in the middle and they have people parked all around like sitting in the back of their trucks and they're worshiping together yeah, yeah. and like different things like that is just mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. interesting like yeah. finding a new way because 
worship, like you're all breathing on each other. It's really yeah. hard to do that right, with a mask. Where, yeah, like, to, <laughs> how yeah. is this going to look? Well, that's that's one of the things I like about that coffee house church, that coffee house worship. You mm-hmm. know, we were experimenting with that and going, okay, I think that still fits into the model. I think that still fits into what we can be at, at gathering. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and it might be that we lean harder into this network of house churches and we just, we lean hard into that. And then we create those larger community gathering pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so then it's just a question of frequency. How often does that happen? Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, continuing to, to lean into one-on-one discipleship, continuing to lean into those, those community groups that, that come together in people's living rooms or, or whatever space you find and, and, you know, we provide the content, we provide the the discussion sheets and, um, and the direction as a church, but then that leadership and, um, the people who foster that sense of belonging is really focused. Right. And then our job as a church becomes, uh, more focused on, on developing and investing in the people who lead those and creating a sense of belonging among the leadership of that. But it might be that, you know, the average group attenders like, well, no, this is my, this is my community. I don't care about that other community. I, I see him at worship night, you know? And, right. uh, um, and that's just a weird, I don't know. There's, there's a part of my mind that still, oh, that struggles with that, that still kind of grieves what was and what could yeah. be. And, uh, but I get excited about that still. And like Liv said in here, um, you, you know, you can harvest a level of vulnerability in your home that you can't have in the walls of the church. Uh, oh, what's this? Petition your fan club. <laughs> the, gatherlings. the gatherings. The gather- gatherlings. The gatherlings. I gatherlings. I like it. <laughs> um, yes. So, but there is, there is a sense of commitment and relationship and vulnerability and transparency that you can have with a group of, you know, 10, 15 people in your living room that you, you, you can't have in a room a massive room of, of a hundred or 200 or whatever people. Right. Yeah. And we've always known that as a church, but that's yeah. why the bigger your church gets like the whole thing, I think is Andy Stanley who, uh, who, you know, church of 60,000 people is like, you know, the, the bigger, the, in order to grow bigger, you got to grow smaller, mm-hmm. right? You've got to be able to, to split out into those groups, which is why they have these massive, you know, group forming things uh, a couple times a year. And, um, Sorry, I'm I'm rambling now at this point, but <sighs> wow, new. I just yeah, I, like I wonder I wonder if um there's a there's a part of me that really does wonder if combining what we would traditionally think of in church world as small groups and the Sunday morning experience and putting that together into that house church network, you know, and that's called all thing, kinds of things, you know, house church, network church, hub church, um KC underground, you know, the underground Mm -hmm. church with, uh, Kansas city underground and Tampa Bay underground. Um, they've got a system that functions a lot like that. And, um, thing about that is those churches were COVID proof, (laughs) you know, like they were already meeting in homes and as long as, uh, you know, as long as they could have a, uh, anybody in their home, they were good to go, you know? So, oh yeah. 2021, man, the church is going to look different. Yeah. And uh, also encouraging people to not get to um, thinking that somehow Flip is going to switch. 
yeah. switch is going to flip. A switch is going to flip. Okay. The flip is going to switch <laughs> um, on January 1st. You were close. You were close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was like, um, like Carrie Newoff was saying the other day, even he was like, don't think just because, and, and this is this is probably a poor paraphrase, but <laughs> like basically, like don't think just because New Year's Day hits, like twenty twenty is over, now yeah. we can go back to normal in twenty twenty one, and like yes, the vaccinations are coming, and this isn't the place for the anti vax or pro vax conversation, right? But like, now don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> we don't want. Yeah, we don't want to go there. But um, but yeah, with like the vaccinations coming though, there's hope. Like, maybe, yeah. but there was hope, or I should say there is hope. But then, like today, I saw a headline, and I didn't even want to read it, because oh. I just don't even want to know. Apparently, there's, like, a new strain of COVID in Europe somewhere, in England, or something like that. Oh. And now, I, like I said, I didn't read the article, because I didn't One. even want to go there. But, like, that's where, in my mind, I go, okay, are these vaccinations that are just starting to come out, like... Are they going to be able to handle that? Yeah, well, yeah if, is it? Yeah, so I read that, a thing that if you only get one dose and you don't go back for the second, that's just going to increase the virus's chance of mutating and becoming resistant. Yeah. Mm. So if you get the vaccine, please get both. Yeah. Please get both yeah. shots. But Ugh. yeah. So, but I thought I thought we all decided that we were all going to yell Jumanji when the ball dropped, and so then. <laughs> I, I, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe. maybe I don't know. Well, either well, get I a, saw... a herd of animals or yeah exactly i saw something. a uh it was a, a meme that everyone just remember that mad max took place in 2021 oh crap yeah <laughs> i know i don't know if that's actual or not i didn't go back yeah, to yeah. check the date I, on mad I, max yeah, I, don't know. I think it's but, so ironic that all these movies that you know their date well, in the Bla- future wasn't was it blade runners like 2049 oh, so like hey, yeah. 20 years from now I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this now. Mad Max thing. Is it, is it 2021? I never saw it either. Well, but... yeah, it was there was Mad Max 2021. Oh, was it? Was it okay? <laughs> Come on, man. Educate <laughs> yeah, yourself. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I just don't know. Like, you know, will you know it? Let let let's look on the positive side, right? The optimistic side. Like, let's say the co or the the vaccine is what they hope it is and it is what they're you know uh pronouncing it to be like yeah i don't i don't know what that means for the church i still think people are going to be hesitant to return to so those it's large still gatherings scary. like for me personally with anxiety and you know stuff like that i don't well, want people who are high risk people. right like yeah. people that are higher risk and our roommate kayla like yeah yeah it's like eh, do i really want to go to a, a coachella no, <laughs> where there's Hundreds of thousands of people or whatever Dumb it is. Dumb people. No. <laughs> no. I'm not Burning Man. Like. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't, I don't know what. Ugh. I, I feel like the church has been changed. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And it's not a bad thing. Like like Josh was saying, like, yes, we're grieving what was and like what we miss and what it was like, you know, even for us for like the last 10 years or mm-hmm. so, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, there there is a level of grief there and you, you mm-hmm. miss what it was but like yeah. on the other side of that though like like i it, it's it's forced us i think to get outside the walls of the church and just mm-hmm. expecting like you were kind of alluding to josh like mm-hmm. you know like just expecting people to show up on a sunday because it's what you do on sunday yeah well you know yeah. like i that exactly i think it's helped in a way to sort of weed out the 
the people who just go because that's what you do on Sundays or, mm-hmm. you know, the people who are, eh, you know, whatever, I'll go to church here and there. I think if anything, it's, it's kind of strengthened the actual like true church mm. because I think it's, it's helped the, the true ones remain and almost be even more focused, you know, that we need to stay strong and be focused on this because we can't, you know, go to the big services and things like that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I feel like. Yeah. Whoa. Whoops. It's alright. I feel I like it's like. I hit my mic on. I hit it. I hit mine before you. Um, I um, I feel like it's strengthened the focus of mm. of people in the church in mm. a way. You know, I I look to it at just what that means from even the the financial standpoint of a church. You know, it's it's, um. It's cheaper to use people's houses yeah. <laughs> than it is to rent a building. And, oh, it, you know, yeah. every business is figuring this out right now that it's like, oh, if my people are productive at home, that's actually a lot cheaper than bringing them into a space and having to right. pay for the square footage of their cubicle and everything mm-hmm. that it goes to maintain that square footage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it's the same for churches. Um, you, you, production equipment um, for like this kind of thing has gotten a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Right. It used to be that. A TriCaster, you know, to do a multi-camera setup was like $30,000, right? And now I've got this live production switcher here that was like $500, you yeah. know, or and something like that. And we're using iPhones. And we're using iPhones. iPhones. Yeah, like yeah. three of these four cameras are iPhones. Yeah. And a monkey can run it. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Pushing buttons. I get to push right? buttons. And, and uh, you know, and so that's all... It's a lot cheaper to do the, the, the you know than to buy a big digital board and right. front of house speakers and lights and mm-hmm. you know all the and you know we still have the basics for some of that, um, but then when we talk about okay we're gonna go do church in a coffee shop or we're gonna go do a worship night in a coffee shop, they already have the atmosphere, yeah. right? We just have to bring in the sound, right? And then yeah. that's all we have to worry about, and that's a lot cheaper. Yeah. You know, that means that we can take that money that we were using and, and put it into investing in people, into investing in our community, into investing in leadership. Right. Um, and you you all of a sudden free up a lot of resource, but it does take a lot more intentionality. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's not just the show up on Sunday and everyone's automatically there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like to stay. Con- I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking, oh, man, I haven't. I haven't talked to the Smurcies in like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and like I should, like I, 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 I know that there's a, there's conversations I want to have with them, and but that I don't run into them now. Yeah, you know, I've got to intentionally pick up the phone and text or call or send an email, and um, it's just a new way of thinking for me, because I love the interpersonal, like, hey, let me grab you for a minute, right? I like mm-hmm. that's the kind of conversations I like having. Yeah. But when you don't accidentally, accidentally run into people um, every week, now that's harder. You know, yeah. it, it becomes really easy to go a month without talking to someone. And so there's this constant vigilance, which I think is the key to having that decentralized leadership. Those people who are like, this is my, these, these are the people that I am in charge of for creating belonging, right? Where it doesn't fall on a church staff, but now is really decentralized onto these these communities that gather Mm -hmm. so anyways that's another long soapbox for me yeah 
Where else do you want to take this? <laughs> I had a, I had a thought. Yes. So since we all obviously have had a hard time this year, what's been the most positive thing or your favorite part of oh. this year? Guys, I can't I can't say that I've been sad about being at home with my family a lot. <laughs> like um, you know, when we were doing full-time ministry, Josh would sometimes be working, you know, 60 plus hours a week and I'd be working full time and the boys would be at school and after school care and we'd see each other for like six hours a day. Right. Max. Max. Yeah. Like that's on a good day. And, you know, at church on Sundays, we'd be at church from like 7 a.m. to one or two. And then sometimes back in the evening. Oh, I was always back in the evening until midnight. And so now like we're literally in the house 24 seven with each other. And like (laughs) it can get a little crazy, but I just like. I have a feeling our kids are going to look back on this time and be like, remember when we got to spend so much time together and actually enjoy one another and get to know each other? Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I just, I know a lot more about my kids now and how they tick and how much, like, their dad they are. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you pick up on a lot of those things and, like, the things that we used to take for granted or the things that we used to crave more with, like, that family connection. Yeah. I just... I've gotten to enjoy that finally mm-hmm. while still being able to work, which has been right. a blessing. And Josh has been able to work and it's been, yeah. Like we're some of the lucky ones because there's been a lot of people who have really oh, been put out during yeah. this time. And yeah, for I, sure. Yeah. I so can't much, say it's been so much terrible. And that's so what I was sad. thinking too. Like, like when, so when I was working with ocean network mm-hmm. and we went to work from home, like I don't, I don't mind working from home. I really don't. Yeah. Um, now I do like seeing my coworkers. Like you were saying, Josh, I thought about it the other day. I was like, oh man, I didn't even see so-and-so before I left ocean network. I didn't see so- this person or that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I used to see him every day when we yeah. were in the office. Um, but I, yeah, I don't mind working from home and now I work with branch insurance, selling insurance. It is a little weird to have not m- like met my coworkers in person, Yeah, but our, um, our head of sales, she does a good job of doing like what we call stand-up meetings every day mm-hmm. where we just talk a little bit about what's going on, right? Like it's sometimes it's very business oriented. We're talking, we got things we got to get done. Other times it's talking about kids or, you know, life or whatever, you yeah. know, but, um, you know, I, I've liked working from home this summer, like in particular, um, because here in Boise, it's like 95 every day and sunny. Take your kids to the pool. During right. Like 90, on my lunch 95 break. and sunny. Yeah. Like on my lunch break, we would go down, I'd take the girls down to the pool every day. Um, you know, I'd swim with them for about an hour. I'd mm-hmm. go back to work. And then usually Ariel would come back home with me and Faith, or Faith and Noah would stay at the pool another hour or two. Yeah. And so like, that was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, going down to the pool, getting that extra time because yeah, like at, at other jobs that we've had or like when I was in seminary, I mean... I'd go to work at seven, seven thirty in the morning or when mm-hmm. I was at direct TV at six in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes wouldn't get home till eight, eight or nine at night. And then I'd be like, sorry, yeah. I got to do, you know, some seminary homework. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Now, did the girls go crazy this summer? Yeah. There were days, man, where we were like, why can't you be somewhere else? <laughs> but, um, you know, like, honestly, here's the thing. I thought about this a couple of times. I'm bringing you to the Wileys. I, I don't <laughs> care. I'll deal with the repercussions. But then We're I'm dropping like, you off. Just but, drop them off. But I was like, no, Eric, <laughs> jo- you guys have jobs too. Otherwise, <laughs> but, 
but really like one of our one of our close friends back in Sioux Falls he lost his job like I think one one or two weeks into COVID mm. right in March yeah. now he he was blessed enough he found a job almost immediately right. good um, but Ocean Network uh, shipping is still ha- you know going yeah. on right people still need insurance uh-huh. so That's the two jobs <laughs> the two jobs I've had right yeah. to the two full time jobs I've had like yeah there wasn't a fear of Oh, you might be losing your job today because of COVID and things shutting down and, you know, whatever else. So, yeah, like that's that's been like huge for mm-hmm. me. It's more time with my family mm-hmm. and in jobs that like are pretty well secure, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I think my favorite has been because um, since we've lived out here, we've, you know, been in an apartment or a townhouse. Well, I guess all during COVID, it's been a townhouse. So, <clears throat> you know, we don't have house much house upkeep and things like that to do mm-hmm. so you know we we follow this page on facebook called idaho beauty where people post these beautiful scenic pictures mm-hmm. of somewhere they are you know so we'd get our stuff done really fast in the morning on a saturday and we'd look it up and we'd be like well it's an hour and 45 minutes away want to go adventure <laughs> there you know yeah. so we were able to still get out you know get sunlight get fresh air be active um this state is so gorgeous. We were able to see so many beautiful things. Mm -hmm. And the whole time it was, you know, really good, solid family time that we were, you know, adventuring together and making memories together. And, um, when we just got to, we just got to see a lot of really amazing, Mm -hmm. beautiful, um, places that, you know, if we the girls got to pee on the side of a road while an elk watch. <laughs> yeah, nice, totally. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, like couple, no joke. Like literally, that guys. thing was twenty feet from us. <laughs> Just like, and the girls were. Did we ever tell you guys that? The girls were peeing oh on the gosh. side of the road. We, we we went to the hot springs. It was Kirkham, like, Kirkham hot, hot, springs? hot springs. Oh yeah, yeah. And we told the girls before we left, "Do you need to go to the bathroom?" <laughs> you go no, here. no, don't have to go potty. Don't have to go potty. <laughs> we got down the road and suddenly they're like, "I need to pee." Well, Kathy was in her swimsuit and so her winter jacket. I didn't want to change because I, I was like, the bathrooms were closed. So I was yeah. I was in my tennis shoes, my swimsuit, and my winter coat. So it and it's like, like a I, long, it it's like, like down to her knees. It looked like I didn't have any clothes on. It didn't look like shit, yeah. And so the girls are on the side of the road. It's peeing in the snowy. snow. They're yep. peeing in the snow. And I'm like, look at the elk. <laughs> and the elk, you guys, no joke, this big, because the elk are and maybe so it was big. more than 20 feet. It was yeah. like maybe he was, 50 he feet was, from He us. literally did this. He was like... <laughs> is like, uh, cars are going by and we're just hey what's oh up gosh. i have clothes on yeah Fine. don't yeah. worry about me gosh i can't tell you how many times on this road trip connor had to pee on the side of the road i can't me. tell you just... how many underpasses erica has peed on in okay wyoming. in wyoming there are no places to stop there's to nothing. Go to the bathroom. There's nothing not especially if you take the highway uh, if you're going from Rapid City to Billings, there's on the highway and not on the interstate. The oh, yeah. That's, so yeah. I have peed so many places. In that's the no wilderness. man's land. That's <laughs> no man's land out there. Well, even like Billings to almost like Idaho, there's not much. Oh, not much at all. There's yep. not a whole lot. Yep, exactly. That's hey, funny. Sioux Falls Worship Squad, say hi to you too. Uh, oh, hey. Especially Uncle Jeff. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> What's up? We miss you. We miss. He was, by the yes. way, you guys never got into you. You guys never played like tabletop RPG. Like Dungeons and Dragons oh, or like, Torg or that kind of stuff. What is this? Okay. <laughs> no, guys. Jeff is like one He's of the, the best, best best DMs or game. Um, uh, I forget what they call him in Torg, but. He's not a dungeon master in Torg. Oh, I was like. He's a dungeon DM, master like, in District No. <laughs> no, but we need to figure out how to do that over we do. We do. Zoom or something. Oh, man. Do I have to come up with something I liked? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, You're a part goodness. of this, man. Uh, Are you telling me we've gone through these 
nine months and you haven't just enjoyed the heck out of spending time with me. <laughs> I like to get out of the house more than Erica does. I understand. Uh, I have enjoyed, I've enjoyed some of the learning process of like trying to get better at preaching to camera. Um, like yeah, that's, that's been that's good. Been in, that's been interesting. Yeah. yeah I had a lot of fun I, editing your video. Yeah. I like that a lot better than the, than the zoom. Game yeah. master GM. Thank yeah. you, Liv. Game master. <laughs> Game master. But yeah, yeah, the video. Yeah. Sorry. I, I took yeah. over for you. What were you saying? Oh, no. I was saying I... <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I totally interrupted you. You're good. You. I've enjoyed that. I, You know, non-church related, like getting into getting into um, like jujitsu and trying to take better care of myself and learning something new. That's been good. Although I put back on like 10 pounds just because of we just Thanksgiving and, and going, just, yeah, we're feeling it, feeling it. Um, <laughs> that's been good. Beginning to, to coach my kids class, like making that's time cool. for that has yeah. been like, that's something you've never been able to do. Never, and I was supposed so to, cool. I was supposed to coach soccer this summer Yeah, and then they, you know, and, and that got canceled and I was pretty bummed about that because I was, yeah, I've never had the time to do that before. So now getting to, to help kitch, coach the, the kids class has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess some of just the, the exploring, just the idea of exploring what church could be, that gets me excited. Mm-hmm. The implementation is a little like beating your head against a wall. But the dreaming about what it can be is awesome, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Kellen knows I get yeah. pumped when we dream about it. And yeah. then when we actually get into the weeds of it, I'm like, oh, bash my head. Yeah. Like, I kill it. This is going the way we thought it Oh, was. this no. is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. There, there are days that I sit at my desk and go, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next right now. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know I should be working on something, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, a lot of I, that. I had asked you at one point uh, towards the beginning of COVID, and I didn't mean it as like a... Uh, um, oh, I remember this issue, question because it, it stuck I was in... like, what do you do all day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean it like a, you do nothing. But like, I, tell you. I was just like, like, yeah, how do you do... Like, because when... Like when we were both full-time ministry at large churches, yeah, you pretty well know, like, you know exactly what you're doing. You know yeah. what you're do, what your responsibilities and if, and are. And if you're not putting things on your calendar, you're dropping balls. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? So you've, you've got to have, yeah, stuff like that figured. And I learned that the hard way, but like, you know, um, that's what, when I'd asked you that, I never meant like, geez, you've got to do nothing all day. <laughs> you know, well, like, I did. I went to a question and go. Hey man, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> like yeah. what am? How am I being intentional? Like, I went to this. It went down this you whole spiraled. rabbit of hole of. Yeah. Okay, w- I need to make balls to juggle because yeah, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be throwing in the air right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because it, it can be just a lo- you feel like just a lot of treading water at times, mm-hmm. um, figuring it out. And but I think everyone's been there. You know, everyone's, sure. and and that was one of the things like. Um, conversations with phil tag and some because we some of our mentoring calls just this idea of you know okay you do need to be diligent and you do need to be productive but you don't have to put that much pressure on yourself yeah Mm -hmm. you know it's like okay don't don't sit on youtube all day don't veg out but also like if you don't if you get to the end of the day and you're like i'm not sure what i did like don't beat yourself up yeah Mm um and uh and he 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 basically called me out at one point and was like, "So what in your ego makes you think that <laughs> you can build a church and grow a church 
in a climate that no one else can right now. Yeah. Right. Where <laughs> right. churches are losing 50 to 75% of yeah. their, their congregation. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, that's a good question. Like yeah. the fact that we've had, we've had growth yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Now it's like, it's not what we had hoped it would be, but at the same time, it's deeper than we expected it to be. Yeah. It's better than we expected it to be. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, because a lot of times when you start church, you kind of expect everyone to play in the shallow end. And then you're kind of like shoving them into the deep end eventually. Right. But the, the, the shallow end's packed. Yeah. And right now it's like, we've got all kinds of people in the deep end yeah. and we're trying to figure out who to throw in the shallow end. Like we got to drag some people in the pool, but right. there's more people in the deep end than we had expected. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, that's been cool. Oh. I thought right. of one other thing. Yeah. Um, like I think before all of this happened, everybody like they tried to put on this persona that, you know, oh, I've got all I've got my act together. Mm, I can mm-hmm. juggle all these 50 million things and we can run here and there and go all over the place and everything's fine. And, and our kids great. can actually have a birthday party. Right. And we're oh, doing gosh. great. And I'm going to I'm going to throw this really <laughs> fancy Pinterest birthday party and we're going to have 50 guests and they're all going to have gift bags. And now we're all just like surviving. and We're like, hey, man. They had mac and cheese for three nights in a row. I'm doing my best. My kids ate candy for breakfast. This is what we're doing. The day after my birthday, the girls were like, I don't want toast. I don't want cereal. I'm like, fine, have cake. I don't care. We don't even care. Just eat something. Just eat something. And so I think we've all sort of like taken the pressure off of ourselves. And we've also like accepted that, you know, give people grace, like give ourselves grace, give others grace. Because we're honestly all just like mm-hmm. just doing the best we can, man, you know, and that's OK. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're all a hot mess and we're getting by. And... Yep. I'm wearing slippers on camera. I I'm never so have proud of you. I have right my shoes on. Normally I have my shoes on. I took them off tonight. I almost didn't change out of jammy pants for this, but I did. <laughs> I put on a cardigan tonight. Way to go, man. my hoodie. That is a sharp uh, cardigan. I like that cardigan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not to steal that. Oh, uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for oh, coming and hanging out with us. Yeah. It is 8 o'clock. Oh, man. And uh, that is... A little bit of our just 2020 in review ramblings, some hopes for 2021. Um, and, and here's the thing. It doesn't matter the context we find ourselves in. It doesn't matter the situations we find ourselves in. Our mission as followers of Jesus doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It's to see lives transformed. It's to see people introduced to the gospel. It's to make uh, disciples who make disciples. And um, the methodology of that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But who we are and what we're called to do does not change. Right. Jesus hasn't changed. Jesus yeah. hasn't changed. That's right. And uh, so we can't, we can't forget that, that um, it doesn't matter the context we find ourselves in, whether that is COVID or political, whether your guy won or not the election or state election or whatever, who we are as Christians and followers of Jesus does not change. Right. So take that into 2021 and uh, be intentional. Actually, we're going to talk about being intentional. That's the first sermon series. Ooh. Is it? It's not called be intentional. It's bucket list. But the whole idea is like making the most of your life. And that's what we're going to talk about in January. Cool. cool. So anyways, uh, oh, I should talk about, we've got Christmas Eve service. Oh, yeah. Christmas (laughs) Eve service on Christmas Eve at 4:30 at the no district way. because we want to worship together. So we're going to we're going to sing some carols together. With mass, we're going to with mass, social distance, 
sit family each family gets their own table um you're welcome to join us if you're in the boise area 4 30 on christmas eve um, we're gonna do a candlelight service i'll talk a little bit about the wise men and um we're gonna just we're just gonna celebrate the holiday season with some at least being able to like nod heads at each other some shoulder <laughs> elbow some elbow bumps no i don't um, like the elbow bump man. Oh, let's man. just stop that <laughs> let's just stop touching <laughs> so so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do the bro nod from That's across so the room awkward. i'll still shake hands i'll still give hugs sanitize man I sanitize. no one touched <laughs> Callum. he's going straight to the beard after i shake your hand you know? take my hand all right yeah anyways everybody we love you we hope you have a happy holidays a merry christmas and uh that you at least get to hug somebody that you love and uh bro nod at everybody else over zoom <laughs> there so, we go we'll see you bye, bye.